everyone. Welcome to the Wonder World Podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Pam. And this is the third week of June. Today on June 19th, a new federal holiday is recognized in the United States, Juneteenth. Juneteenth commemorates the day in 1865 when Major General Gordon Granger arrived in Texas to inform slaves that slavery had been abolished. President Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery two and a half years earlier on June 1, 1863, when he issued the Emancipation Proclamation. June 19th is also International Box Day and National Garfield the Cat Day. June 23rd is National Pink Day. According to one survey, pink is the fifth favorite color of United States citizens and the favorite color of New Mexico residents. Blue comes in as number one favorite color in the USA. Olivia, what's your favorite color? Funny thing is, my favorite color is actually pink. Yeah, you even had like a pink cap and gown for your graduation. Yes, I did. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love pink too. I would say pink is right up there with blue as my favorite color. They both are easy colors for me to wear. So I like both of them. Oh, yeah. And I saw that blue was number one in the USA. And I know quite a few people whose favorite color is blue, including yours. Well, birthdays this week include mathematician Blaise Pascal, born on June 19th, 1623. Baseball player Lou Gehrig, born on June 19th, 1903. And children's author Eric Carle, born on June 25th, 1929. Okay, Olivia, I have to ask, do you remember what awesome children's book Eric Carl wrote. I don't remember. I was just you'll about to ask that. What did he write? Yeah, you'll remember that. He wrote a lot of great things, but one of our favorites and one of favorites of children everywhere is The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Oh, okay. Now I know who that is. <laughs> yes. And he does the wonderful mosaics. Um, so such a great children's author. If you haven't read The Very Hungry Caterpillar, go and check it out. Jim Davis is the talented artist and writer who created the famous comic strip Garfield. Garfield is a lovable, lazy, and lasagna-obsessed orange cat that has captured the hearts of millions of readers worldwide. Jim Davis was born on July 28, 1945, in Marion, Indiana. Even as a young boy, Jim loved drawing and cartoons. He would doodle and create characters on anything he could find from napkins to school notebooks. His passion for drawing continued to grow, and he decided to pursue a career as an artist. He attended college and studied art, where he learned various techniques and developed his unique style. Before Garfield, Jim Davis created other comic strips. One of his earlier successes was Norm Nat, a comic about a clumsy and lovable insect. While these comics gained some popularity, Garfield would make Jim Davis famous. In 1978, Garfield made his first appearance in newspapers. Inspired by Jim's childhood pet cat, Garfield became an instant hit, and the comic strip was published in newspapers worldwide. Garfield's popularity grew with the release of books, TV shows, movies, and merchandise. Now, I have to say Garfield was one of my favorites growing up. Yeah, we have that uh, big Book of Garfield comic strips somewhere in our house, and I loved reading that. And now for our word of the week. This week's word is... Al dente. 
al dente means cooked just enough to retain a somewhat firm texture. And if you're cooking lasagna, you might want to prepare the noodles al dente since they will cook more in the oven. See if you can use the word al dente this week. Lasagna is a delicious dish from Italy. While the origin of lasagna is debated, it is believed to have come from ancient Rome. The word lasagna itself comes from the Greek word lasanon, which referred to a cooking pot made of bronze. The Romans adapted this word to lasanum. Over time, the name evolved to lasagna. Historically, lasagna was made with layers of pasta sheets, meat, vegetables, and spices covered with sauce and cheese, then baked in an oven. The dish was often served on special occasions and during festive gatherings. As the recipe spread across Italy, regional variations emerged. Different areas started adding unique ingredients and flavors to the traditional lasagna recipe. Today, there are countless variations of lasagna, including vegetarian, chicken, seafood, and even dessert versions. Lasagna has gained popularity worldwide and is now enjoyed in many countries beyond Italy. The delicious layers of pasta, sauce, and cheese have made it a favorite comfort food for people of all ages. In the show notes, we will link a lasagna recipe with over 17,000 five-star ratings. That recipe must be delicious. Oh, we should try making that one. Yes, we should. Well, have you ever wondered why noodles change texture when you cook them? Pasta gets soft when cooked in hot water due to a process called starch gelinization. Starch is a complex carbohydrate found in various grains, including wheat, commonly used to make pasta. When noodles are exposed to hot water, the starch molecules in the pasta absorb the water and begin to swell. This causes the noodles to increase in size and become softer. The heat breaks down the starch's structure, allowing it to absorb water and form a gel-like consistency. This process is essential for achieving the desired texture of cooked noodles. Different types of pasta have varying cooking times, and it's essential to follow the recommended cooking instructions on the packaging to achieve the desired al dente texture. Overcooking the noodles can make them overly soft or mushy due to over-gelinization. And that's yuck. I was actually wondering why uh, noodles did that yesterday. Yeah, sometimes they, like, if you cook them too long, they just, they come in, like, they're a glob of (laughs) sticky mess. They get mushy and it's gross. Yes. (laughs) And now for some trivia. How many types of pasta are there? A, 250, B, 300, or C, 350? Take a guess and we will give you the answer in a minute. Our poet this week is Paul Lawrence Dunbar. Paul Lawrence Dunbar was born in 1872, and he is the author of numerous poetry collections. He's one of the first African-American poets to gain national recognition. Sympathy by Paul Lawrence Dunbar. I know what the caged bird feels, alas, when the sun is bright on the upland slopes, when the wind stirs soft through the springing grass and the river flows like a stream of glass. When the first bird sings and the first bud opes, and the faint perfume from its chalice steals, I know what the caged bird feels. 
I know why the caged bird beats its wing till its blood is red on the cruel bars. For he must fly back to his perch and cling when he fain would be on the bough a swing. And a pain still throbs in the old, old scars, and they pulse again with a keener sting. I know why he beats his wing. I know why the caged bird sings, ah me, when his wing is bruised and his bosom sore, when he beats his bars and he would be free. It is not a carol of joy or glee, but a prayer that he sends from his heart's deep core, but a plea that upward to heaven he flings. I know why the caged bird sings. Hey, Mom, what color do kittens love the most? I don't know, Olivia. Purple. Oh, goodness. I've got one for you. What do you call a cat who lives at the beach? I don't know. Sandy Paws. (laughs) What do you call pasta with a cold? Huh. Macaroni sneeze. (laughs) okay where do the tomato and pasta go dancing i don't know to the meatball (laughs) that's a good one i feel like we need a rim shot didn't done yes and now back to our trivia question how many types of pasta are there if you guessed c 350 you're correct and there are about four times that many names for all those types of pasta I wonder who is in charge of keeping all those pasta names straight. I don't know, but it might be a fun job, especially if you get to, like, eat them, too. Exactly. I wonder if there's a catalog somewhere of all the types of pastas. That would be really cool. Well, thank you for joining us on the Wonder World podcast. If you enjoyed the show, head on over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. The reviews you leave help us get the word out about the podcast to more families. Reviews like the one Alan Rachel left us. This is absolutely wonderful. Perfect intro to our homeschool week or a great break in the middle when I forget. My kids age 6 to 10 love it. Oh, thank you so much, Alan, Rachel, and thank you everyone who leaves a review. Now, don't forget, we also include resource and image links in the show notes for each episode to help you explore further. Find those at wonderworldpodcast.com. Until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>